Hi, Cole here, creator and narrator of The Town Whispers. It's been a long summer, but the leaves once again fall, and with autumn comes longer nights that beg for darker tales. And to fill those long, cold evenings, I've launched a brand new podcast called Tiny Terrors. Tiny Terrors is a nostalgic horror anthology series that is as fun as it is dark. Join three friends as they delve into a forgotten corner of storytelling history and bring to light the darker depths yet still hidden in those often untraveled corners. Subscribe, listen, and review Tiny Terrors wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, Townies. It's Cole, creator and narrator of The Town Whispers. I wanted to make just a couple of important quick announcements before the show today. Firstly, the next three episodes will be very enlightening, and they will answer some of the many burning questions you all have about the going-ons in the fort, so you absolutely do not want to miss them. But they will be shorter And that's because the Town Whispers team will be taking a bit of a pseudo-break throughout the rest of August. In reality, we're working on many different aspects of the fort, and ensuring that those are all fleshed out for you fine folks in the near future. That includes a few announcements relating to content and that future of the Town Whispers coming soon. We also have an unannounced project we are working on for Patreon members, and we will be finishing From the Flames Part 3, which will conclude that story as well. Which brings me to my second announcement. From the Flames Part 2 is now live on Patreon for Patreon members of $5 or more a month. Now, if you don't want to, or are unable to financially support us, that's fine. You won't be left out. We will be releasing the transcripts to both From the Flames Part 2, as well as From the Flames Part 3 for free on our Patreon for anyone to enjoy. There's no need to sign up or spend your money. You'll be able to read along. I will be making sure to announce those when they are both live, and I'll be announcing that on Twitter as well as Instagram, so make sure to follow us on our social media outlets to ensure that you don't miss out. In the meantime, the transcripts for From the Flames Part 1 is already live, as well as the transcript for our oft-forgotten Christmas special. For those who do support us on Patreon, or share the show with friends and family and spread the whispers of the long shadows into the far reaches of the internet, we, as always, thank you for your continued support. And now, on to the show. The Town Whispers is a narrative horror podcast that will tell the many stories in behind the rain and the fog in the trees of a town called The Fort. Try as we may, There are more stories in this town than could ever be told. And those stories flow into other stories still, some of which you've heard. But how are we to know what happened in the before, if there is no one there to enlighten us? Listener discretion is advised.
ground did not have texture, nor temperature, cold or hot, it was undiscernible to the touch, but for the fact that when the voice from the absolute nothing of that place spoke, Peggy had fallen on it, obeying its command to sit. She had felt the jarring thud that rattled the string of vertebrae in her back and made her teeth clatter about in her head. Oh, I will enlighten you, if only to see the confusion in your eyes, see the limp, slack slump in your shoulders. I want to be there in that moment when you realize it's all a lie. When you come to know the truth of yourself. Now I've been accused of being dramatic, of wanting to put on a show when the occasion calls for it. And if not now, then when? Isn't that right? Oh, ho, ho. how would you feel about being dazzled, being mesmerized? Oh, ho, 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 ho. that look, I see tears bubbling and roiling on your eyelids, angry and scared and sad and traumatized. What a tender little heart you have. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I think I should be quiet now and let the others speak for me. which was nothing but one solid plane of indescribable and unremarkable substance, began to ripple and Peggy bobbed slightly as the form of it began to change, as it began to liquefy. When she began to sink, she could not feel the cold of the water as if she had been thrown into a pond, nor could she feel the odd twigs and sharp bits as if she'd been thrown into a patch of mud. It had no texture or temperature. It only clung to her. She only felt the pressure of it weighing in on all sides. She found it more curious than terrifying. That is, until it hit the bottom of her solar plex, when the pressure constricted her lungs. In the momentary panic, the inability to take a full and deep breath made her kick her legs, which felt frozen and slowed in time as the muscle burned and pushed against the liquefied ichor of the blindness of that place. Her breaths came quicker and quicker as it clung to her and climbed up her throat, pushing against her vocal cord. She could not scream if she wanted, but 
That didn't stop her from opening her mouth wide in panic and terror as the true thought of being nothing struck her terrified mind. She tried to breathe in deeply, to gather air, to scream, to plead, to beg, but all she got was a mouthful of that blackness. No texture. No taste. No temperature to differentiate what it was. Only the sensation of thick water clogging her lungs. When the panic subsided, all there was was nothing. She hung there, completely paralyzed, stuck and motionless. Her lungs spasmed for air, that is, until she realized that she needed none. It didn't stop the claustrophobic sensation of wanting to tear her own skin off and rip herself free of whatever confined her. And it didn't stop the grating mental strain of not breathing. She had, after all, done it her entire life now, and to simply stop was far too alien for the young girl. But that feeling of thick water-like ink sloshing in her lungs made her feel nauseous as she stood or sat or hung there paralyzed. And so she tried to stop her lungs from trying to breathe. How long Peggy remained in stasis waiting, she couldn't tell, but slowly at first. And then, with an overwhelming rush, light began to emanate from behind her. It began to illuminate the darkness, it began to twist and, and bind together. The thin wisps of nothing weaving shapes of people, and then... And then furniture. They looked like flakes of dry skin before it all tied into one another, and then they began to articulate their hands and bend their knees. And then little mouths sunk into what Peggy assumed were heads. The voice hadn't lied. It truly was a show and one Peggy would likely never see again because after all she didn't even know what it was or how it was possible or why something like this could or would even exist. And she marveled at it. The intricate dance of it all all coming together. She was mesmerized as it began to build piece by piece and she even forgot about the gurgling in her lungs and her inability to move. Oh, the sheer wonder of it all. It was magic. It was magic, or it was madness. Madness that showed her what appeared to be the form of two women. One older and one younger. The younger woman's head was hung low as she sat in a chair, her hands pressed against her face. And the older woman who towered over her, she knew that woman. That was Mother Cyprian, a close friend of her mother's, one she'd never truly taken to with her pursed lips and overcast eyes that always seemed to peer down the length of her nose at nearly anyone she came into contact with. As the final details of Mother Cyprian's face came settled into place, she began to speak. At first, Peggy thought she was chiding her, but she soon realized that she was only a silent observer to the scene that played before her. Irresponsible. Absolutely irrehensible. How could you be so foolish? 
It wasn't enough to be told on Sundays about temptation, I assume. What will be the excuse, I wonder? Reverend didn't speak clearly enough. Not enough diction to punctuate the importance of a young woman's virtue. I had high hopes for you, young lady. And now look at you. Hmm. What do you assume will become of you now? Sorry, I should not speak to you in that manner. I don't truly believe temptation of the flesh to be a sin. It is human, after all, to err. I just feel responsible for the state that you find yourself in. And I'm furious at you for not taking care of yourself better. This world was not made for young ones who challenge the rules of those older and who foolishly think themselves more wise. And that goes doubly so for young women. It's one thing to be young and challenging. It's another to be a young woman who does not want to be spoken for, but to speak on her own behalf. Oh, but I, I fear if you speak to your current condition, no one, especially the young master Mark Lapont, will want to hear such unpleasantries you care to speak. What will you do, Mildred? He'll notice rather quickly that you are pregnant. Even worse, he'll realize that it isn't his. A silence fell over the stage of light that played before Peggy, that young woman holding her head in shame. That was Mildred Lapont. Tell me, do you love Mark? Do you wish to spend your life with him? Or is the idea of wealth and leisure what you find appealing? It's a tempting lure for anyone, especially those born with little. And I know the father of a child you carry. He would treat you well. I thought perhaps I might be able to persuade you to... Oh, never mind. Well, it doesn't matter now. Mother Cyprian rose, straightening herself out as she peered back down at the girl. A thin and satisfied grin settled on her harsh, pursed, and fallow lips. There is, well, that is to say, I know of a solution to your condition. But it comes with a price. The light flickered. Mother Cyprian and the young image of her mother dissolved.
as it all fell to darkness once more. Today's episode was written and performed by Cole Weavers. Sound production and editing by Matt Black. Our theme song is by the ever-wonderful Charlie P.S. The fort is built on secrets and shadows, on unspoken truths and the designs of the long shadows, whoever they may be. But it's also built on the support of its townsfolk. Would you like to support our tiny little monstrosity of a town by mending the roof of the church? Or keeping the doors of the sanatorium for the lost and unwanted open? Or perhaps you'd rather help build the mausoleum for the ones who will never die? In thanks for your support, and for only a few dollars a month, you'll receive episodes of The Town Whispers released early and forever ad-free, as well as exclusive short stories and one-shots to expand your knowledge of what lays dormant and watching under the earth. Would you like to see, with your own frail eyes that can only see what can be imagined by the goodness of a heart drenched in humanity by receiving digital rewards of the visual variety? All this and more will be revealed on our Patreon. Please consider joining us at www.patreon.com slash thetownwhispers. If you would like to support us in other ways, please consider following us on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter at The Town Whispers, or by leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information on the show, please head on over to www.thetownwhispers.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.